Parshas Yisroi Sheni, chapter 18, verse 13, Pasik Perik Yutches, Pasik Yudgimu. Vayihi Mimocharos, and it was on the next day. Next day of what? Normally we would say, Mimocharos, next day after he came. But not so. So, Krashi, Vayihi Mimocharos, Pasik Yudgimu. Yeah, he came the next day. So Moshe sat down to judge the people. So the people stood over Moshe from the morning until the evening. It was the next day. That was the day that after him, Kippur. So we learn the Sifri. So what is the meaning? What does it mean? And it was on the day after. It wasn't the day after Moshe then Yisrael came. But it was it was the day after. The morrow, the day after he descended from the mountain. Finally, Moshe Rabbeinu descended the third time. With the Luchashniyas, he descended when on Yom Kippur. So this was the day after Yom Kippur. And it's, we have to, we are forced. It is impossible to say, only the day after Yom Kippur. Because if it was before Matan Torah, it is impossible to say, what it says in Pasuk Tzayin, I teach them the laws of Hashem. And it's not Mistaber that this goes on the laws of Mora, as mentioned before. It says, Hashem, it's Mashma, it's talking about all the Torah. From the time the Torah was given. That is what? That is from Matan Torah, which is on Vav Sivan or whatever the day is, but from the time the Torah was given, Zayin, Zayin Sivan. So, Adi Makipurim, Lo Yoshev, Moshe Lishpet, Oh, Moshe did not sit down to judge the people. Sharei, because, Bishiva Osar, Betamuz Yorat. The first time he descended, it was on the 17th of Tamud, Bishavar Esaluchas, and he broke the tablets then, because he made the eagle, so he went and broke the luchas. And the next day, which was the 18th of Tammuz, he went up early, he was there for 80 days. 40 and another 40. 40 to ask Hashem to forgiveness, and then Hashem said he was forgiven. So he was for another 80 day, another 40 days. So he descended on Yom Kippur. But Rashi doesn't say this, this, I just added it, but Rashi says he was there 80 days, he was on the mountain again, and then he descended on Yom Kippur. This parsha is not written in order. This part of the parsha was not written until the second year. So, this posik of Ahimi Mocharos was not said until the second year. The Shana Shniya Lechayr over here, I mean, the Shana Rishayna goes from Nisan 
till the next Nisan Lechera. Because when we talk about in the Pesach that they made, let's say, the Korban Pesach, and the Bamidbar, it talks about the second year. The second year began with Nisan. But here he says, and Rashi over here, Shonashniya, means after Rosh Hashanah of the next year. Next year meaning after Rosh Hashanah, this year meaning in the year that Rosh Hashanah started, which Pesach, the Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, was part of that year. That means over here Shana Shniya, because that's the Bokhrashir Makipurim, of after the 80 days after the Matan Torah, you know, seven weeks from Yitzhiz Mitzrayim to Matan Torah, and 40 plus 80 days, Moshe on the Mount Sinai, and he calls that the Shana Shniya. Shana Shniya means uh, from Tishrei to... Uh, to uh, years of Tisha years, starting from Tisha. So this was the Shana Shniya, this was the second year. So Rashi, Afli Divreha Oimer Yisroi, Koydematan Toyrebo, even according to the one that says that Yisroi came before Matan Toyrem. So there would be tempting to say, since we say that he came before Matan Toyrem, so maybe this whole thing took place in, like we said in the Rifidim, like it's Mashma and the Pasik. That's when Yisri came, according to that man, the Omar. And also, according to that man, the Omar, he left also before Matan Torah. And then we're going to say that was Mimachras literally from when he came. And then he said back, and then he went back. So Rashi, anyways, regardless of this, sending him away to his to his land didn't happen until the second year. That took place after after this whole story, after Matan Torah. Why? Because over here it says in Pesach Chavzayin, it says that Moshe sent away his his, his father-in-law. So if we should say, according to that man, the Omar, that he came before Matan Torah, and then he sent him away before Matan Torah, and Bahim Mokharas means the day Mokharas after when he came. Uh, so he says, we have a problem. Because if he sent him away, we find by the journeys of the, uh, the Golim, by the, uh, the flag, that Moshe says, in Amid Yud we are journeying to the place where Hashem said, and there in Shomlam don't leave us. So we see that Moshe is saying to his father in law, he shouldn't leave us, right? So if this is Matan Torah, this happened before Matan Torah, and he sent them away already, once he sent them away, and then he came. Where do we find he left? Where do we find that he came back? We don't find that he came back. Actually, it doesn't make sense that he came back a second time. It was there once. So, therefore, it makes sense to say that this whole parsha of Ahim is a while, took place a lot after he came. He actually came, even according to that man, Omar. Rashi doesn't discount him, but he says he came before Matan Torah. And then he stayed with Yidin through Yom Kippur. By him, Mokhras means Mokhras Yom Kippur. Then he stayed with them till the Shona Shniya, till the Master of the Golim. And then by the Master of the Golim, Moshe Rabbeinu finally tells him, and we should go. That, that's what he tells him. But in our Pasuk that it says later on, in, uh, in Pasuk of Zayin, that he sent them away, 
makes sense now because this is all talking about after Matan Torah. It's talking about the Shonashnia. It's not talking about before Matan Torah. So, in other words, what Rashi is saying over here, we can't fit in this whole parsha that it took place before Matan Torah. This whole parsha didn't take place. The Vahim Mocharas and Vayishlach Moshe Chayisnoi has to take place after modern Torah. So since we're already saying it's all taking place after modern Torah, so it's easy for Rashi to say, means and it seems like Rashi is not rejecting the Pshat that Yisrael came before modern Torah, and in the Pashtas that that's when he came, right after uh, Kriyas Yamsuf as the order of the Torah. So from this Pasuk, all of a sudden we're jumping over what took place uh, after Yom Kippur. Now, why does the Torah just write it like this? Because the Torah is telling us what Yisrael did, and this is related directly to Yisrael. So that's why the Torah skips the whole story with Matan Torah. The Torah tells us what took place later on. And then it goes back, just like we learned before in the previous parsha, we learned um, about the. Um, um, uh, that we learned that it tells Aaron to place the Tzintzena Samon in front of the Oren. Right in the in, in in front of the Aron, uh, so there was no Aron, there was no Mishkan then by the by the time the man came down. So Rashi says that that pasuk really didn't take place now. That took place after much later when the Aron, when the Mishkan was there, already, the Aron was there, and that's when he told him to take the Tzinas Amon. But because we're talking about the man already, we're talking about everything that took place with the man. Also, the Tzinas Amon. Here we're talking about Israel, so we're telling you the whole story that that is connected with Israel. Again, there's a lot of the Mepharshim here, and there's a lot of the Rebbe Sikhi here. I've got to look it over, and then we'll probably have uh, a different, uh, surely have a different view of the Rashis. Vayeshev Moshe, um, so it seems, you see in the Pesach, so Moshe was sitting to judge, and the people were standing, look at the discrepancy, Rashi says. Vayeshev Moshe, Vayeshev Kimelech, he was sitting like a king, and everybody was standing. So this matter was difficult for Yisrael. Because he was uh, belittling the honor of the Jewish people. And rebuked him. So in addition to all this uh, in the middle that he was doing, he also rebuked him. How come you're sitting by yourself they're all standing? That was like a side point that he's... Snuck in. Besides telling him that you can't handle it all by yourself, also the fact that he was standing, everybody was standing, was sitting. So, um, but remember the 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 the, the thing is the Allah is the by a judge by a judge. Uh, the Eibushter says that the Rashi said over there before by Avram that the simen lebanechosh. That uh, while you're sitting, I will be standing over there in judgment. Um, I mean, the isn't that the way when you come to a judge? The people stand in front of the judge, and the judge sits. Uh, is that called a disrespect? Uh, I, I think that that's what I says. Who yeshiv? That who simon lebanecha. I have to look up the, the Rashi. Um, from the morning to the evening, came. is it possible to say so? How could a person do that? From the morning till the night time, 
Rashi doesn't think is it possible that Moshe didn't judgment and didn't do anything else. Moshe had other things to do also. Elo kol dayan, it's an expression. Kol dayan shedon din emes lamitoi. Afilu shoachas, a judge who rules a true din, and it's not just emes, emes lamitoi, the true of truth, which is another level of emes lamitoi, uh, a higher category. Afilu shoachas, even for one while, it doesn't have to literally be bekon eretz. Milo vakosuf, the Torah counts it ki ilo eisik b'teira kol as if he's occupied in study all day. That's why it's called Minabaikara even though whenever he's judging, whatever he does. And also on another thing, Ukiilu, and it's as if Nasa Shutov like Baruch, if he becomes a partner with Hashem Bemaisimbrachis in the act of creation. Because Shinamar Bai by the act of creation says in Brachis Al Vahi Baikiya Mechod. So Baikir and Erev, Baikir Erev and Vahi Baikir. Here it says Baikir Erev, Erev Baikir, Yemechod. Because the Ibsha created the world, but who makes sure the world runs properly is the judge that the judge so the father of Moshe saw this is a Yisrael so just, this time it just rose it doesn't say all that he does to the people and he says what is this thing that you're doing to the people why are you sitting all alone uh, and all everybody is standing over you in the morning to the evening so he throws in the Yoshev and everybody is standing but also they come, they come to me to see God, to, to get in the, uh, the, to know about Hashem. As the, uh, to see God as the, as the Targum understands this, uh, to learn, uh, to learn, uh, learn uh, teaching from Hashem. Pasuk design. Kiyilam dover. When they have a case, boy, like they come to me. Mishafatiti and I judge. Benishvein rei between a man and his friend. Vehoidaiti. Now here you're not going to say Ishmi is Moshe Rabbeinu, even though Moshe is Ish. Ish rei, a man and his friend. See this lotion it says that Vayishalu Ish rei. Here it says Ish Ubein rei between a man and his friend. Okay, but we said before maybe because that lotion over there. Vehoidaiti. And I make known the statues of Hashem and His teachings. I let them know. I interpret for them. I explain them. Whoever has a matter, boy, like comes to me. So the father of Moshe says to him, "It's not good this thing that you're doing." Again, Torah keeps on talking about Chayson because he took care about him. You know, he cared about him. He cared about Moshe. Torah keeps on referring to Chayson. Uh, Rashi, Rashi says that honorable way the Ebishter calls him instead of calling him by his name he calls him Chayson Meishu I'm a little surprised why Rashi just says um, over here um, Rashi just said it over here how come by Vayar Chayson Meishu Pasuk Yidalet he doesn't say it why did he say it before why did he wait to say it over here you know I pointed out before already and here Rashi just says it over here you know, the Pasi calls him over there too, Chaysimash, they are covered. Pasi Yudches, Novel Tibel, you will surely wear out. Gamato, also you, Gamahom, also the people, Hazar, Shalimach, that was with you. Kichavid, Mimecha, Adav, Mimcha, Adav, this is too hard for you, too heavy for you, like Tuchel, Asoy, Levadecha, you can't do it alone. Why is it double Novel Tibel? It means very hard, usually, surely, you know, very, very tired. 
Surely wear yourself out. It's like for sure. It's a model. The language of Lashon Kemisha, it's an expression of withering. Plaster Belaz, Lichmesh, Kemoi, the Ha'ola novel, and the leaf withered. Kenevail, Ola Megefen, like the leaf withers from the vine. Shukamush, like the Chamo, that it withers through the sun, by the Kerecha, through cold. Koychetosh, Vinila, and his power is weakened and becomes tired, worn out. So that means novel tibul. Okay. So gam ato, which means also you. So novel tibul ato, which means gam ato. The rabbis arin, v'chur, v'shivim z'kenim. So here Rashi says clearly the shivim z'kenim over here. But the shivim z'kenim, this is after Matan Torah already. So let's not forget that this is a later pasuk according to Rashi. So already there were the shivim z'kenim over there uh, at that point in any event. Um, and um, and Rashi brings down again Chur. Um, Chur takes a prominent little role over here. So this is the Chur that is the call of a Miriam's son. And uh, I asked before how come Chur was Tomech in the sands of uh, Moshe Rabbeinu and not Kolev. Over there I answered because um, uh, because Kolev probably went to war. I'm not sure. But over here we mentioned Chur again. Uh, talk about nepotism. You know what nepotism means, you know, in the family. So, Gam Ato, also you, Aaron and Chur, but right away Rashi says, Shivim Skenim, there are also the 70 elders. 70 elders represent the all cloud Yisrael. Kichavet Bimcha, Dr. Ashi, Koiv de Rav Yesim Mekechacha, meaning the weight is more than the strength. Paskutas Ato, now Shema Bekoili, listen to my voice, Yotzch, let me advise you. Vihel Kim Imoch, and may Hashem be with you. In other words, Hashem should agree with this. Uh, you represent uh, to the people uh, God, Hashem. In other words, you be them instead of Hashem. In other words, you tell them the word of Hashem. So you will bring the matters to Hashem. In other words, if there's a question, you bring it to Hashem, the question to Hashem. I advise you, may Hashem be with you. In in, 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 in in this council. I mean Hashem should agree to this uh, council. He told him, Go seek advice in the power in Hashem. Ask Hashem whether we should do this. He says, You be to them an agent mul mean against uh, before Hashem. You'll be an, a messenger and an intermediary between them and Hashem. You will ask from him the ordinances, the commandments. You will ask what to do. You will ask Hashem. And, uh, and you will bring his advarim el alikim. Their words, their, their, their uh, arguments, their quarrels. You will bring to Hashem. And you will uh, warn them to the statues and the, uh, the teachings. Uh, and you teach them the way that they need to go in it. And the act that they must do, do the path, the general derech, and then the specific acts. So that's going to be your job. You'll bring their problems to Hashem, and you will teach them the words of Hashem. But but you shall choose and see fit from all the uh, all the people. 
choose out from Mikolov, from the entire nation, Anshei Chayil, a man of substance, Yireh Likim, that fear Hashem, Anshei Emes, man of truth, Soine Botza, who hate monetary gain, Vesamta Alehem, and you shall place upon them, uh, upon those who you choose, Sore Alofim, leaders over thousands, for every thousand you should have leaders. Then you'll have sorry mayors. You have leaders. One officers will take care of a thousand. And within the thousand you have sorry mayors. You have hundred leaders of every hundred. And for each hundred you have two. Will be sorry chamishim. Would be uh, officer of fifty. And then you'll have sorry asores. Then you'll have officers of tens. Um, so that's how you should divide it. And what shivatu sechazes uchlashi beruach hakodesh olacha with the. Uh, Holy uh, Spirit that's upon you, you shall choose Anshe Chayil. Anshe Chayil means what? Means uh, people of substance, but in this case means Ashirim. It means wealthy people. They don't have no need to flatter and to uh, show favoritism. You know, they're rich. They don't have to find favor in anybody's eyes. Anshe Emes, also man of truth. So they have to be rich. They have to be people of truth. Which means Elu These are people who keep their promise. Shem In other words, they're fit, they're worthy to rely on their words. they The words will be listened to because people know they can rely on them. Which means they hate money. What do you mean hate money? If they're rich, how could they hate money? So how do they get rich? They hate money, which comes only through judgment. Like we say in the Gemara, that that any judge that you take out money from him, from by by law, in other words, you have to pull it out. You can't. He doesn't pay on his own. Live the owner who is not a good dayan. Sorry, I love him. And this was divided. Heim hoyu sheish sorim. This was six hundred sorim l'sheish meis elaf. For six hundred thousand, uh, so uh, so there were six hundred officers uh, for six hundred thousand. Because for each thousand, there's one officer, right? So for six hundred thousand, there's one. How about minus the officer himself? There's a few extra, approximate. We're not giving the exact. Sorry, Meis was sheish alof. There were six thousand of those. Sorry, Chamishim, there were twelve thousand. Sorry, Asores, there were uh, sixty thousand. Uh, you know, that's the way it breaks down. So how much is it together? So you had 60,000 and, and 12,000, that's 72,000, 78,000, 78,600, can you imagine? 78,600 judges. So every 10 people basically had a judge over them, right? And then every uh, every 50 people had two judges over them, and then judge, okay, well, it was a lot of, uh, a lot of yeah, judges over there. Yeah, you can count how many people there were. Yeah, yeah, well, based on the, based on the number 600,000, this was the number 600,000, that was the magic number. Even though it was 600,000 and something, some change, but this is the, the number is 600,000. For everything, yeah, approximately. V'shoftu paschal beis, v'shoftu es'om b'chol eis, and they shall judge the people at all times. Now, what is the specific? I don't know how was the specific um, um, layout. It seems to Pashtus. The first thing you go, every ten people get 
every ten people have one judge. So we know if they have a quarrel, these ten people, I mean, who do they go to? So ten people have one judge. Right? For every ten people. In other words, did we designate the judge for every ten people? Or how do how we position these, these judges? So we assigned one judge for every ten people, and what happens if one quarrels with a judge from another group? Um, and then, you know, if you're talking about so many, you have to take off some because there was a thousand, because so many thousand. How much did I say they came out to? I already forgot myself. 78,000. 78,600, right? Okay, whatever. So then you got to take off that amount of people. They're judges themselves. Did those judges have judges too? How about those judges? How about those Sorey Asores? Did the Sorey Hamishim uh, be over them? How about Sorey Hamishim? Was it sort of a hierarchy? In other words, the lowest was the Sorey Asores. That was like the lowest level of judges. Then you have the Supreme Judge, the Supreme Court, the Sanhedrin, the government, you know. Finally, it came to the 600 judges, and then it came to, 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 to Moshe. Because it doesn't make sense to assign for each, for each people, but there were just lower courts, and then they distributed according to the needs of Mechayla. So this was in the, uh, in the, um, in the, in the, in the Midbar. That, that, that's, uh, they would have all these courts between the people, they have it all set up. And they will judge the people at all time. And all major matter they will bring to you. So if a major matter needs a decision from Moshe Rabbeinu, that goes to Moshe Rabbeinu. And all the smaller things, the minor matters, they will judge. And it will become easier for you. And they will carry with you. It's a language. They will judge. This thing is so that it should be easier for you. Like it says, made easier. It's in a present. And it will be easier. If you'll do this, and Hashem will command you, meaning, again, he told him before to ask Hashem, but here he's telling him more, uh, uh, more specifically, before he says that, uh, he should be here, um, should be with you. Here he's telling him, he's repeating again, if Hashem agrees, then you will be able to stand. And also this people, the entire people, will come upon their place in peace, everything will be peaceful. He told him to go seek advice, counsel by Hashem, as Rashi, as Rashi said before. If he's going to tell you to do so, then you will be able to stand. But if he will prevent you, you will be unable to endure. Now, I don't understand this. Uh, who's Yisrael to tell Hashem and Moshe that if Hashem doesn't allow you, uh, then he won't, he won't be able to endure? I mean, if Hashem tells him, you should tell him, go ask Hashem if it's a good idea. That seems a little bit uh, on the tough side on Yisrael's part to tell him, you know, he tells him, go ask, and he says, V'yel kimimoch, counsel, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm telling you, you ask Hashem. If Hashem tells you, then it'll work. But if Hashem doesn't tell you, then it won't work. You won't be able to endure. I mean, what kind of talk is that? Begam kol who's included also with his people? Uh, that's Aaron. 
Nadav Aviu, again, Rashi skips the summer again. Now we know that they are going together with you. I noticed actually that the Shivim Skein, Rashi keeps on talking now about Shivim Skeinim a second time already, because this is already after Matan Torah. I don't know that I have to take place the, the story because it says that Moshe Rabbeinu came down from the mountain, they, they appointed the Shivim Skeinim. Now, what happens now after Yisrael came and gave this advice and he tells him to go seek counsel from Hashem? And see what Hashem, what Hashem uh, does. So it says later on that Moshe listened and he did the same thing what he said, and he he, he chose it. It doesn't say Beferish in the pasuk. It doesn't say that he um, that he um, he asked Hashem. But the fact is that Moshe chose and Moshe did it. Is must be because he Hashem told him that this is what he should do. Now uh, also. Um, um, this whole parsha, plus the next parsha, again, as Rashi said, this all takes place after Matan Torah. And Yisrael was there before Matan Torah, according to the Mandomar that came before Matan Torah, and he stayed there till after, till later. And then later on, after the next, after we finish the parsha, it says that uh, eventually um, Yisrael leaves uh, Moshe.